Hey friends, welcome back to the Faith and Finance podcast. This is episode number 10, Kaylee paid off $52,000 of debt. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Hildebrand, and I'm so excited to bring you guys this episode today. I had a conversation with my friend Kaylee, and she paid off over $52,000 of debt in a couple of years, and you'll get to hear her story today and uh, how she did it, and we also just have a little bit of a conversation in between. As always, you guys know that I kind of do that by now, but I'm really excited to show you guys this episode today or not show you but let you listen to this episode today and I really hope you find Kaylee's story inspiring and also enjoy just the conversation that we have so let's get to it hey Kaylee welcome to the faith and finance podcast I'm really excited you're here today I'm excited too (laughs) so to start uh, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself like personally and then your kind of money story yeah my name is Kaylee I am 28 years old and I'm a civil engineer for the Indiana Department of Transportation and I graduated from Purdue five years ago which is really where my money story started because I graduated with a bunch of student loan debt and then right after graduation I bought a car so um, as of last week I'm officially debt-free And um, the journey to get there was a little rough. Um, When I first graduated, I didn't really know anything about money and I didn't know anything about what it meant to pay off debt um, or even really how much debt I had. Uh, I had a couple of friends, Hillary and Jason Lather, talk to me about um, finances a little bit and they got me on board with like paying off debt and stuff. But I was having trouble getting momentum um, or like being motivated to actually pay off debt ahead of time. You know, you know those things. If you pay more, then you won't have to pay as long. <laughs> but it was hard for me to do that for some reason. And so about a year ago, I started listening to Dave Ramsey's podcast and some other finance podcasts too, but mostly his. And I found that that really gave me motivation to make payments as fast as I could and, you know, look at my expenses and actually moved a roommate in and things like that to get to the point where I'm at today. Yeah, that's, oh, you didn't tell everyone how much you just paid off in debt. Right, um, I just paid off a little over $52,000. And how long did it take you? Total, it took me four and a half years because I didn't start paying my debt off until like the six months after college that you can wait. Right. Um, but the crazy thing is that over the last 12 months, I paid off over 20,000 of that 52,000. That is amazing. It just goes to show like what some, uh, like you said, motivation and um, knowledge, how far that it goes um, in like a financial journey and just like learning about money. Um, So when you went to school, um, you obviously got a student loan. Did you really know anything at that point? I mean, you knew you'd have to pay it back someday, but like, did you really understand what you were getting yourself into at that point? I don't think that I understood maybe the magnitude of what I got myself into. Um, I'm first generation college in my family, which is awesome. And, um, you know, I don't want to knock that at all, but it also means that my family didn't know anything about paying for college going into it. And I knew that I didn't want to take out a bunch of loans. Um, 
And I did things in college to make sure that I didn't. I had a lot of scholarships. I signed up for a program with INDOT to, um, they gave me a scholarship if I worked for them, those kinds of things. But I still had to take out some loans and looking back, I still think it was kind of necessary for me to do. And I don't regret it at all, but no, I had no idea what it meant to take out that much money. You know, you always think, well, I'm gonna be making like, however much money when I graduate <laughs> and that's like only a third of how much I owe so I'll be able to pay it off in one year but then it doesn't work that way <laughs> yeah but you know too and Jason and Hillary um were on a previous episode and um so the audience knows they're civil engineers too so that's kind of fun that we're talking about Jason and Hillary they're awesome but um you know Kaylee is right she she went and got a degree that was marketable and that was going to be worth the money that she spent um but having had the knowledge like you said like oh I could pay it off in a year like if you really would have done that that would have been really cool but you again like you don't regret what you've done because um you have an awesome job you got you went through college like and now it's paid off too. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, maybe it took a little longer, but still that's not even that long because some people take 25, I don't even know. How long is a student loan? Do people sign this for? I don't even know. Well, mine were 10 years. The, oh, okay. They financed them for 10 years. So I guess I could have filed for extending them, but. Yeah. Yeah. That's dumb that I like don't even know how long they live. I just know some people will extend for yeah. long periods of time. Um, so I sound really stupid because I didn't know how long that was, but I never had a student loan. But anyway, um, so also, Kaylee just drove up in this Chrysler 200 that she paid off. That was part of her debt that she just paid off, too, which is so cool. Like, I'm not saying that, and she wouldn't say that to, like, brag or be like, whatever. Like, this is cool. But she's done really, really well for herself, and it's really, really awesome. So, um Tell us a little bit about your like what you actually do in your job day to day. I'm kind of interested to know. Well, actually, Jason is my boss, <laughs> so I work for him, and I work in pavement. Um, I plan projects on our roads, and I'm in charge of a portion of our state, all the roads in them, and making sure that the pavement condition is acceptable. Well, it's not, Kaylee. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Only state roads, by the way. Don't call me about city roads or county roads. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. But that would be funny if you're like, yeah, all the potholes are because of me. No, yeah, they're mine. I write my name on them. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. So the other day we were having a conversation about um, like the pension for like how the state works and your pension and so you were kind of like discussing like your plans maybe moving forward and now you're just like what am I gonna do because all my debt's paid off like that's a huge amount of money you're not putting toward debt every month or whatever so moving forward it's kind of like your plans yeah um I mean for people that follow Dave Ramsey and are like familiar with his baby steps or people that are not. Step three is to save up three to six months of your emergency fund. Step four, 15% toward retirement. And he tells you to do step three and then go to step four. I've chosen for myself to kind of run them parallel. Um, so I will be saving for retirement as well as building up an emergency fund. And I chose that for myself just because um, I have a pretty stable job. Um, I've got enough that if something went wrong, I could do something with it. You know, I have a little bit of an emergency fund, so I chose to 
run those two parallels. So that's probably what I'll be doing with them. Yeah. And that's a good point too. Like we love Dave, you know, you and I love Dave and everybody loves Dave, but once you get to a certain point and like he would shank us for this, but I think that once you get to a certain point, it's again, like what you value and what is important to you and how you want to deal with your money. I think that's an important point to make because again, you have a stable job and also you're getting um, a little bit of a match, like in your whatever, um, in your retirement, I can't even talk, in your retirement um, accounts and whatever, but you've been doing this job now for five-ish yeah. years. Yeah. yeah, so it is stable. Like Right, and I don't know, I just, there's an opportunity cost for everything, right? So if I don't invest now, then I'm losing on the time portion of like compound interest and, you know, I just didn't feel like the risk was big enough for me to need a fully funded emergency fund right away. Sure. Yeah, because you can get that, like, really quickly. I mean, yeah. and again, like, as Dave says, your income is, um, how does he say it? This is your biggest wealth-building tool. And yeah. so when you have a good income, um, you And know, once you, you pay off debt, you've got yes. that much more to do whatever you want with. Yes. Like, literally, it's like, oh, I don't even need that much to live. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> And so we've kind of talked about the two spy guys too before, um, Brad and Jonathan and like, um, retiring early, the financial independence, like whatever. What are your thoughts about that? Um, there are parts of it that I like and parts of it that I don't like. Sure. Um, I really like the financial independence idea and I really do like what I do and I don't think that I would want to quit my job for it, but just knowing that you could go to work because you want to, not because you have to would be nice and it is a goal of mine um not necessarily them in general but maybe the community I feel mm-hmm. like is very like hoarding all of their money which is yeah. <laughs> not something that I want to do or see myself doing so I guess I see myself on like a hybrid fi journey yeah and I think that's again that's a really good point to make once you get the basics down once you understand how to handle money in general you can make those choices for yourself because you have an educated mind about it now right. you know what I mean kind of like what we've talked about with like my business idea um which I haven't talked about this on the podcast but anyway <laughs> we're gonna talk about it now I guess um where it's like my thoughts would be to like give people enough of a basic financial education an understanding to be able to go have a qualified educated conversation with a financial advisor or someone you know anything with their future um because you're right like it's okay to have those like hybrid um thoughts really because like if you like what you do then by all means like love what you do but I think for some people, you know, it's like they want to retire to be able to do something that maybe doesn't pay as much or something right, like right. that. But that's the the freedom you have when you uh, make good financial choices and you have a good income. Like, I mean, it's no, you can look up on Glassdoor, everyone, that engineers, civil <laughs> engineers make good money. And um, she had the same really opportunities all of us do to make good decisions, you know, um, and that's like a whole, some would disagree with me, but that's like a whole other conversation for a whole other day. But, you know, she was like, I was the first in my family to go to college. Like a lot of us have been that way or, you know, a lot of young adults, millennials. And you made that choice to get 
um, student loans, but you also made the choice to pay it off with your income. And so I think that it, um, says a lot. I'm talking a lot. So is there anything, <laughs> is there anything else you want to say? Like, what are you going to do with all this money other than your retirement and saving for your emergency fund? Are you going to like live a little or? Well, that's probably another thing that I should mention is that I didn't go like Dave calls it gazelle intensity. I did definitely look at my expenses and I also moved in a roommate like I told you but I also went on vacation and did fun things you know I didn't want it to just be like head down the whole time I'm gonna just put all my money toward debt because I didn't want to hate the experience either and that's a big part of it for me also I look back on the four and a half years that I was paying off debt and yeah being in debt is like a bad thing and it doesn't feel good but at the same time like I appreciate the journey that I had Mm -hmm. and I didn't make it miserable for myself and I learned a lot about finances along the way by honestly listening to podcasts like this and I just I'm glad that I did it the way that I did yeah and I think a lot of people can say that after like they're done with it you know like yeah, we all make bad decisions, but how can you really help someone if you haven't made a bad decision? Like, how can you help someone else, you know? Yeah, and I I think it's important to, like, give ourselves grace in that process, Mm -hmm. too, because, you know, you make decisions for a reason when you make them, and even if, like, looking back, it wasn't a good decision, you didn't, you weren't intentionally making a dumb decision when you made it. (laughs) Right, right, you did what you thought was the best thing and again like it wasn't necessarily a bad thing that you got a student loan and you guys have heard me talk about this too it's about like the return on your investment and what you do with that now if you go to school this is turning into a i hate student loan podcast (laughs) but it's not that it's just the the framework around it like don't you know you went to school to be a civil engineer yeah and that was something (laughs) that thankfully my dad did tell me over and over and over again um, you know, go to something that has a job at the end of it, not something that you don't know what you're going to do, which I also believe is very important. Yes. Like we can't go get degrees in poker dancing. Is right. To say. Like it's just not feasible. So, um, we know that your next plan, I guess, is for your, um, fully funded emergency fund and 15% of retirement. Is there anything else you're kind of planning for at the moment or Um, anything fun not really (laughs) that I can think of just that mostly um continue going on vacation I do want to be able to give a little bit more because Mm -hmm. um that's something that I have been doing but it's at the same time it's maybe my attitude about it was that I'm giving but I know that it's maybe holding me back a little bit from my financial goals and um, just an example I took my mom to Nashville last year for her 50th birthday and we stayed in a nice hotel which she hadn't gotten to really experience that often and while I loved doing that at the same time I was like man I could have like paid off a loan with that you know (laughs) so maybe I'm just looking forward to being able to give without thinking about debt at the same time right and that goes back to what we we I talk about a lot on here is value spending. Um, you did that for your mom and that was that was something you valued and you you won't ever forget that with her. Like and she right. won't ever forget that. That time um she will never forget. So yeah, maybe it delayed you like 
four seconds, but <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you did that for your mom. And I think it's important that we remember those things too. Like, and I think we do need to be gazelle intense about certain things. Um, and even me, like I'm not completely debt free yet. And I'm doing this podcast. Like that's not a secret. I've already said that, but it's because of a bunch of other different factors that have been at play. Like I was jobless for a time. And so was my (laughs) husband, like, (laughs) we got to live, you know, but it just goes to show like, um, everybody has a different way of dealing with things. But once you have the understanding, you're like, Oh, like, I understand the opportunity cost here Yeah, um, for different things. You know, I actually redid my budget after hearing your value spending. Really? <laughs> I did. Because there are things in the budget, you know, that like, you're like, well, maybe I could cut this. And if you think about what your values are and look at it through that lens, it, it just changed some things for me. Or at least made me not feel guilty about some of the things that were in my budget. <laughs> Right. I think that's the biggest thing is not feeling guilty about certain things. Like to like for me, I like getting coffee. Okay. Like it's the known fact, but I like getting coffee with a friend or I also like going out to eat with my husband sometimes. Like those are things that I value or I value going to visit my sister who lives an hour away and that's extra gas money that I would have to spend, you know, like stupid yeah. stuff like that. But it's not stupid. I mean like... <laughs> Not stupid. You guys know what I mean. But it's it's just like the little things that we really think, man, like I could be using that money for something else. But it's like I value that time with my sister and my nephews or I value that right. time with my friends because those are things I'm we're not going to get back and we're only in our 20s once. So that's what's cool. Well, anyway, Kaylee, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Is there anything you want to leave with the audience? Um. Maybe just remember that being debt-free is possible. It's hard sometimes to think that it is. And also for me, with financial goals, it's hard to think like, wow, I'm going to be doing this for five years. That really stinks. But like, after having done something for four and a half years, looking back, I'm like, I still feel good about it, you know? And to just keep chugging along and hopefully I'm encouraging people to also become debt-free and or continue toward any financial goal that they have. And you are. You're an encouragement even to me. I mean, I didn't I didn't have that much debt as like your because I didn't have student loan debt, but I started a business on credit. Uh hello, that's terrible, you know. <laughs> but um anyway, yeah. Kaylee's awesome. Kaylee, if anybody has questions for you or just wants to see like you and your life, where can they find you? Um I mean Facebook or Instagram <laughs> would probably be fine. <laughs> and I'll link that in the show notes if that's cool with Kaylee. Um, if you guys want to follow her and just see like what she's up to and look at her little debt-free picture, I'm sure I'll share it too. But thanks again, Kaylee. Thanks for having me. I really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Please let me know what you think. And I always want to hear your feedback and your questions. So please reach out to me at adrian at faithandfinance.org. That's how you can email me or also faith.end.finance on Instagram. And you can also find me on Facebook. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. And also, I just want to know what you guys are up to and what's going on in your lives and if you have any questions for me. So thanks again for listening today. Keep the faith, my friends. Have a good one.